Welcome to Wake Up From Your Dream Job Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen McDonald. I took a 13-year tangent in my career, thinking that if I followed others' expectations of me and my job, I would be happy. Instead, I found joy and peace when I focused on the life I wanted and found a job that was an expression of my dreams, not a fulfillment of those dreams. Now it's your turn to dream bigger than just your job. I'll interview coaches, professionals, and people who have been where you are to give you tangible challenges to find fulfillment in and beyond your job. My guest today is Karen Tavalieri, and today's podcast hits a lot of different topics. We talked about the dream job of being a mom, losing your main identity, self-love, and how to start dreaming for the next step in your life. You may not have been through what Karen has, but there may be common threads, losing part of who you are and being lost without that identity. You may want to listen to this one once or twice in case you miss something the first time. Karen spent six years struggling in her grief over the loss of her youngest special needs daughter. She was Julie's sole caretaker and advocate for 30 years. And those 30 years were a blessing, but also full of anxiety and grief. After Julie's death, Karen had no idea how to find herself. It took six years of wandering before Karen had a breakthrough moment, which she shares in the interview. She began her journey of finding self-love and her what's next in life through becoming a certified hypnotherapist, an NLP practitioner, a Reiki master, and a Dare to Declare vision board trainer. With the utmost compassion and empathy, she founded Peacock Memories. She has dedicated herself to a path of a holistic healer to serve as your steadfast companion in realizing the extraordinary life that awaits you. You are destined for greatness, and it may be her honor to walk by your side as you unravel the tapestry of your soul and discover your what's next in life. Welcome, Karen. I'm so excited to have you on our podcast today. You have quite a story and are building quite the life for yourself. Yes. Thank um, you. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of the best place to start. Maybe maybe just the idea of where. what's your story? We'll start from there. Okay. Well, I was a kid who always wanted to be a mom. That was the biggest thing in my life was uh, to be a mom one day. And I was blessed with two beautiful daughters. And my youngest one, it was born with many disabilities. And she suffered a lot throughout her lifetime. And I can only say that she was such a bright light in this world. She was always smiling no matter what she went through. Um, She was just almost 30 when she passed away. And she had been through over 110 surgeries in her lifetime. Mm. Oh, yes. And she had suffered so much, but she always had a smile. And it was she touched everyone she met. And when she passed away in 2015, I pretty much had just been doing odd jobs here and there. I was never able to really commit to a big career because she was so sick. I always had to be available for her. So when she passed away, I was like, what's next? Now what? And I fell into a deep, dark hole. And I was there for six years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you are a believer of psychic mediums, but I had a lady come to me and say, I have a message for you from your daughter. And I said, okay. 
And she said to me, Julie wants to say to you that I didn't come to this world to suffer and go through all this pain and pass away for you to be miserable for the rest of your life, mom. She looked at me and she says, if you don't get off your butt and get your life in gear, I'm going to come back and kick your butt. (laughs) And you laugh, but it's so true because Julie was that type of person. If she didn't like what you had to say, you were going to get an earful. (laughs) So... The sad part was, was my oldest daughter was standing right beside me. And to this day, it still bothers me to repeat what she said to me afterwards. She said, yeah, mom, you still have me and the grandkids. Mm. It broke my heart. And I realized that I was in such a dark hole that I didn't realize how much I was ignoring my family and how I had just given up because a little piece of me was dying every day without her and what I had known her as all I could do was to be with Julie. Mm -hmm. So I ended up, I went on a journey and I started with uh, vision boards and then I went on to do uh, hypnotherapy. And then I got so much excitement and so much love for realizing that this is what I'm meant to do. Mm. It It truly was amazing to be able to discover that I honestly can say I hated school when I was a kid. (laughs) I'm going to be quite honest. But when I started learning these things and realizing that I had spent my whole life being a person who was always there to help other people, from a little kid who moved around so much with my family, that I always went to help the underdog who was by themselves because I knew what it was like to be by yourself. Mm -hmm. So that was just, it was the icing on the cake when I started learning all these things and discovering how um, I had suffered grief and anxiety for 30 years with my Julie. And it was because every moment I woke, every morning I woke up, it was like, is today the day that she won't Mm. be here anymore? So when I started this journey and I learned so many cool things and I got the hypnotherapy certification. And then I went on to be an NLP practitioner. And when I did that, I realized there was so much I was carrying around of shame and guilt and grief and sadness, that when I learned how to release all that, it it blew me away. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So here I am today. I am now that holistic healer that Mm -hmm. wants to help other people and let them realize that one of the biggest lessons I've learned through all this is grief is not a life sentence. It is Mm. a life changer. Yeah. Yeah. And amazing, amazing story to see what you poured your life into with your daughters and Julie and where you've come in the last six plus years, like just, just incredible. And I think the thing that stands out to me is when it relates to jobs, you said you wanted to be a mother. Did you, I mean, was that your dream job as a kid? Yes. I really, truly, my mother was a stay at home mom and I just wanted to be a mom. 
And I don't know if that's why I was chosen to have a child with so many needs Mm. um, or if it was just fate. But I'm telling you, that was, I just, I loved to babysit when I was growing Mm -hmm. up. To me, that was so much fun. And so, yeah, I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and give my kids what I'd had as a child. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad (laughs) you were able to do that because... There, there's a lot of this, and even on the podcast, the whole idea of oh, dream jobs are they good or are they not? Like, you should be looking for more of your life. But I think that's that's one that being a mother is is awesome as a dream job. <laughs> it, you know, <laughs> that one I'll I'll, I'll allow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I always looked at friends, and they were all having careers, and at times I would be like, I wish I'd have done that. But then my kids would come up to me and just give you the biggest hug or tell you a little joke. And it was like, no, this was worth it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And it's it's really interesting to see because for so many people, when they're in a dream job or something that is so fulfilling to them, when something happens where they no longer have that, um, you go through this period of oh my gosh, who am I now? I've worked with some people that are retiring and they're like, I don't know who I am without work because that's my life. And so even as a mother, when you lost Julie, even though you still got to be a mother and a grandmother, there was that period of wrestling with who am I now? What is my identity? Absolutely. It was hard. And yeah. I I had spent 30 years of just taking care of Julie. Right. And, you know, and for me, it was like, now what do I do? I was lost. I had nowhere to turn. I was yeah. so used to being in the rat race of surgeries and doctor's appointments and trips to different cities to see specialists. And here I was stuck in this hole. And yes, I had other family around, but it wasn't the same. And I can't describe it. I just, I can't tell you how it felt inside, but it was Mm -hmm. just a loneliness. Yeah. Yeah. For other people and listeners that may be in that period of transition where they're losing part of what their life has been, and maybe it was as fulfilling as your time was with Julie, what do you, what do you have to say? What do you wish could have happened to shortcut those six years? Or did you need that time? I think I would have really liked to have less time to go through that. I found that, I mean, I went to support groups and I went Mm -hmm. monthly and they were amazing while you were there in that room. And as soon as you walked out that door, it was like, now what? I'm back to the same old place and I can't get out of it. Mm -hmm. And if I could have had the opportunity to have someone who could show me how to release anxieties, how to release sadness and anger. It would have been so much better to not look back and say, wow, I lost six years of my life. And I can't really tell you anything exciting or happy that happened during those six years, other than I did have grandchildren. Right. But it's still not the same. You know, I missed out on a lot. I lost yeah. my happy me. Yeah. So if you could find somebody who was willing and able to show you how to take and make that time less, and grief isn't just about losing someone. Grief can be, like you said, you have friends who are 
stopping their jobs because they're retiring or someone who's going through a divorce. Grief is so many different things and it causes so much anxiety in our lives. (laughs) It's just amazing when I look back what I didn't realize was anxiety. It was grief and anxiety. But if you could have someone who can show you the ways to get past it, take those steps because, man, those steps are hard to take. (laughs) They really are. Right? Yes. And I'm sure you've had times when you've had anxieties. Yep. <laughs> and it wasn't easy to get past it, was it? No, it, it takes a lot. And it takes a lot of, I think for me, accepting accepting the the fact that I'm not okay. Accepting the, the negative feelings and going, no, they're a part of me. And that's okay. Yes. And we're humans. It's, yes. it's in our nature to sit on things and stew about them and not let go. And if you could find a way to go to a position where, okay, I can see how that could work, or I'll try that and see how that works. And it's amazing where you can go and what you can feel. And I just, that would be my wish for others is just don't wait because you can never get that day back. Yeah, for sure. So how did you actually come to realize as you're coming out of this period, this is what I'm meant for. This is what I need to be doing. What was that like? Well, I started with the vision board course and Mm -hmm. an Enneagram course. And I learned so much about me and how I was such a people pleaser. Mm. And I had no idea what self-love was. And that made it that when I realized that I had neglected myself for 30 years to devote to Julie, which I don't regret in any way, right? it was a necessity. But I realized there was parts of me that had been so let go, my, my learning, my growing, and that's so important in our life that we never stop growing. And after I did the Enneagram, and I took the hypnotherapy and I realized how easy it is to help yourself to get out of something. Hmm. It was like, wow, I got to do this for other women. And I, it started to become a passion that I wanted to be the next Oprah. And I want to be able to go around the world and teach women and speak at events and tell them how it is possible that we can take all the beautiful memories that I have of Julie or anyone you're missing or your life that you had and you want to change it and bring all the good stuff with you and drop all the bad. Mm. Yes, that was when I realized this is what I want to do. And that's when I created Peacock Memories. And it's all in honor of Julie because Julie was my peacock freak. She had peacock feathers <laughs> everywhere. And if you look at my my picture, I have peacock colors in my hair and everything is peacocks in our world. And that's how we honor her memory. And it was like, I can really relate to all the beautiful things I had with her and all the I learned that all the strengths I got from all the trauma I went through with her was lessons I needed to learn so that I could be a better service to other women in Mm. this world. Mm, That's awesome. 
Yeah, those, I, I think for me, the vision boards have been amazing because you mentioned the not not focusing on yourself, paying attention and and that self-love. And I think for me, it was a vision board as well, giving myself permission to want things, to dream about things. And it sounds so crazy. And yet I know we're not the only two that have felt that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure there are people listening that are in the same boat going, oh my gosh, I don't know what my dream is. Um, and taking that time to give yourself that space to, to look and learn and go, okay, who am I? I do have a voice. Let's build this. Let's grow it. Absolutely. And one of the things that people always look at me and say about when I talk about vision boards, well, I don't get vision boards, but vision boards aren't just about putting pictures on a, on a board and saying, yeah, I want that. It's about really diving deep into your heart, mm. finding what it is that drives you every day to get up in the morning and where you want to end up. Mm. And that to me was a, a wake up call that what I really want is to have these things that, you know, I'm a speaker all over the world and I want to be able to help women through the NLP that I do and the hypnotherapy yep. and all of those cool things. And if it wasn't for vision boards, when I started it all, that was my true waking up board is what I call <laughs> it. It woke up my heart that had been so cold for six years. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just, I, I'm in awe because that is such a transformation to have happen. And some kind, sometimes it can sound so simple looking backwards um, that it, and yet it kind of is. There can be those moments that just change everything. Oh, yes. And if you go about a vision board in the right way, it can really show you what your dream life is that you want to have. It's not just yeah. picking a picture saying, oh, well, I think I want to have this, or I think I want to do that. It's really listening. And it's a process we go through that, you know, it's not just a, an hour, it's, it's a, a process. And to be able to sit down and really focus on you. Mm -hmm. That's hard. It is. Because if you ask most women, what do you want in life? Uh, to have a happy family <laughs> they don't yeah, know right they really don't and that's one of the things that scared me was that I realized that I had no clue what I wanted or who I wanted to be other than Julie's mom yeah yeah so I'm curious with that identity piece because you did have a a part of you was was absolutely getting to be that that mom for jewelry, that dream job that you had. What what part of you hasn't changed? Oh, the part of me that hasn't changed is that I still love being a mom. Uh, I love being a grandma. And I just absolutely have always been a healer. And I know in my heart of hearts, my joy in my life comes from seeing other people smile. And Maybe you can call me a people pleaser, whatever you want, but it just brings my heart joy that I'm serving somebody and helping them find that happiness that I have because I see it every day. There's so many people who are not happy. Hmm. 
and these times are tough right now. There's been so much, uh, you know, with COVID and all the isolation. And you look at people and you wonder, what can I do to help you get past this? Yeah, and what does that look like? Truly, it is about showing them how to breathe, how to find their what's next in life. Because if you don't know what your ne- what's next in life is, you can't find that happiness. Hmm. Think about it. Really, if you don't know, yeah, you really. If you don't know what you want in life, how can you be happy? Yeah, and that's a and hard I think, thing. I think for a lot of people, especially in professional corporate world, or what's next is well, I got another day of work and I'm doing the same job and it's this next project and it's it's handed to you. It's a requirement. And again, there's nothing wrong with having a good job that provides for the family or or those kinds of things. But I think I like what you're saying though. There's There still needs to be a piece of your life that you get to own and control, not just Well, it's whatever's next on my agenda at work. Yes, because absolutely, it's not, it's not happiness at that point. It's just you, Mm -hmm. you go through that mundane, I get up in the morning, I do what I got to do, I go home, and I'm so exhausted, and I'm not living the life that I wanted to live. So it's finding that happy medium. Sometimes it could be that, you, you know, I may need to find my dream. And then when you find your dream, you may choose to step out of the box and out of the corporate world and move to something different. Yeah. I know for me, I found my dream and did my vision board and it just changed how I showed up at work at the time. Um, because I was in the corporate world for total of 12 and a half years, but it was that opportunity to bring myself to my job that I hadn't really been doing. I had been taking whatever my job description was and fitting myself into that instead of taking the work and bringing myself and who I am to that job to make it mine. Um, And that was a, that was a huge transition for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Finding your voice. Yeah. And to show up no matter what you're doing that you can show up as yourself. Yes. Because if you can't, if you can't find yourself, then what is life all about? Yeah. Truly. Because, you know, I look back and before when I had Julie, I was, I just went along day by day and did what I had to do and I wasn't happy. And now I, I'm a kid at heart. I'll always be a kid. I'm never going to grow old. I refuse. I want to be 110 at least when Mm -hmm. I, when I go. And, you know, I lost that for so many years. And that's all a part of my being a happy-go-lucky person. And I'm so glad that I have it back. I have four beautiful grandchildren that I spend all my time with. And I couldn't be more blessed than being able to have them. Because I wasn't even sure I'd have my oldest daughter. Because lo and behold, she'd had three strokes as well. So. Life has been a lot of ups and downs, and I've always believed in my faith that I will get through anything. But there was a period of time there was like, why? What is the purpose of all of this? And that's hard when you have to stop and really 
put yourself in a position and really, really dig deep into where am I going? What am I doing? Why am I here? Yeah. So how do you define a dream job then? Or is there such thing? Oh, there is. If you just take and you create a vision of what you want and you realize it's your passion, then taking the steps you need to do to get that vision off and running, that's a dream job. Hmm. Living and following that dream. Well, if you have a passion and you can find that passion, that's what you need to do is follow that passion to find your dream job. So where do you start? Because I'm sure there are a lot of people and I'm sure you've worked with some that are like, I don't even know what I like or I don't like you put me in a vision board class and I would be so clueless as to what I'm doing. So where do you start? When we do a vision board, we start with finding out what it is that you like and going through a process of just sitting back and saying, what if I did what I really wanted to do? What would that be? What if I had an hour a day to just do what I wanted to do? And realizing what your passion is and just stepping into that passion and finding things that will make you happy putting it on a vision board and learning how to make affirmations of this is what I really want Mm. and going from there. Yeah. That was a crazy thing I noticed. Um, So I was actually part of a large wave of layoffs at my company. My whole department was let go um, and it was perfect timing for me to move into my full-time self-employment. But one of the craziest things I noticed was that I I realized I could get my hobbies back. And I didn't realize I had lost that. Despite the changes and the growth and development I'd been doing, there was still enough at my job that was draining and difficult and didn't let me be me that I struggled to have hobbies outside of work. Yeah. And so it was it was just a I did not expect that. I just assumed, oh, well, I'm somebody who doesn't have hobbies. And it's like, no, I just wasn't in a place in my life that I could enjoy things or I knew how to enjoy. It was mostly, oh, I'm done with work. I'm going to check out um, and just try and crash instead of doing something I enjoyed. And so I, th- I think that can even be something of, okay, what are the littlest things that you right. enjoy? Even if it's been a while since you've had an official hobby because you're so stressed or so overworked or so focused on the expectations other people give you of, okay, well then go try something. Absolutely. And what it, what a lot of it boils down to is going back to being a kid. Go back to when you were a little kid. What mm. did you love to do? What did you want to do? What were you thinking of all the time? Yeah. That's part of it is getting back to that inner child that's within you and realizing what that, that little person wanted and you'll hard to believe, but usually nine times out of 10, that's what your dream job is, is what you wanted to be when you were little. Hmm. Sometimes I don't know that that, I don't know. I have big (laughs) feelings. I have big feelings about asking kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? Cause I no, but not looking at what do you want to be when you're a kid, but look back when you were uh, a kid. 
What did you focus on? Where were you at? Who did you hang with? What were you doing? Those are the things that you loved because you gravitated to those. That's, That's a good distinction, not the things that I answered I wanted to be when I grew up. Right. But who I was and what my behavior was at the time and how that reflects. Yeah, that's a that's a great distinction to make on that. I like that. <laughs> it's hard to believe that we can actually look back on when we were kids and find something that's positive about it and yeah. work with it to find our dream job. Yeah. We don't change that much. No. We do. And we don't. Yep. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It's still hidden inside of us. (laughs) Yes, it's there. It showed up as a kid in a very different way. And you need help translating, okay, what does that mean now that I'm an adult? Right. And that's what vision boards can help you do is find that passion because we all have a passion, whether we know it or we don't. Secretly inside of us, there's a passion just waiting to explode and do something to, to change the world. Yeah. Yeah, true. All right, Karen, we've been a lot of different things that our listeners can take away. What's one challenge if you haven't picked up something that you want to do already? What's one challenge you want to leave with everybody? My challenge would be to listeners is be peacock bold. Take those steps, make the change and the, to what you want to be in life. And don't wait. The Life is short. And I don't just say that because I lost Julie. Life is really short. There's so many people who don't get an opportunity to live a long life. And just be brave and discover who you are and what your dreams are and what you want next in life. Because you've only got one life. Make it one that you really, really love. Mm -hmm. Where do you start? How do I know what that next step might be? The next step would be taking a course for self-love. Find something that you like about yourself and treat yourself to that. Be kind to yourself. Some of us are so cruel to ourselves. Mm. We don't give ourselves credit. We beat ourselves up all the time. Find a way to pull yourself into some, just give yourself a hug kind of thing. Yeah. And we talked on one of my other, with one of my other guests uh, recently was show yourself love, build a relationship with yourself. Yes. Go on a date. There you go. Go on a date with yourself. Exactly. (laughs) Those sorts of things. What do you, what do you like to do to, to center yourself and get to know yourself better? I love to read books about how people have changed their lives. And um, speaking of that, I have a book that's going to be coming out hopefully in October. I'm awesome. in a book. Um, I featured with 130 other women, and it's all about motherhood. <laughs> Go <Awesome>. figure. <laughs> yeah, and so I like I like to read things about that and see how people have changed their lives because it's it's easy if you can find yourself a person who's willing to listen to you mm-hmm. and help you guide you along the way. Mm, that's awesome. That's a great way. And being with my grandkids. I, I won't lie. That's my, that's my <laughs> love. I love to go down water slides. I love to do all that stuff. I'm just, I'm a kid at heart and I want everybody to feel that way. That's great. Oh, that's loads of fun. Wonderful. <laughs> well, Karen, where can people find you if they want to get connected with you? I have a website. It's peacockmemories.com and you can find me on Instagram. Um, it, 
it's peacockmemories.ca. And you can email me at karen at peacockmemories.com. And on the website, you will find a link to book a call with me. I'd love to chat. There's no charge. I just love to get to know people and try and guide them on the right wet path. Awesome. That sounds great. And I do want to verify the work that you do can be done remote, correct? Yes. Don't need to actually be remote. near you. Yes. Yep. Perfect. So we can meet you wherever. And obviously all those links uh, will be sent out. If you're subscribed to the newsletter, you'll get those. Otherwise, they'll be in the show notes here. Karen, anything else you want to share? I just want to thank you, Kristen. This was an amazing call. I just, it's so nice to see other women who have stepped out of the box and have found a path to a, what they call their perfect life. And uh, I'm so blessed to have been on here with you. Thank you yes, so much. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much, Karen. All right. Have a great day. Well, I hope you were taking notes. There are so many topics and nuggets from this conversation. If you don't want to do the actual challenge, there are a few other actions you can choose from. Please email me at dreamjob at kristenmcdonald.com. I'd love to hear your takeaways from this interview and which challenge you decided to do. The actual challenge that Karen left you with is to be peacock bold to take the steps needed to make a change in your life. Where do you start? The first step is doing something for self-love. So that is taking a moment to reflect and figure out how you can take care of yourself and just starting with that one first simple step. All the links Karen mentioned are in the show notes. You can get a hold of her through her email, website, socials, and an option to book a free consultation. Uh, for this podcast, for the latest info, challenge accountability, and more, don't forget to sign up to the podcast newsletter at wakeupfromyourdreamjob.com. There is also a link on that website as well as in the show notes to connect and explore options of working with me. I would love to hear your thoughts, questions, and how the challenge is going for you this week. This is a new podcast, and so I would love to know your thoughts on what's working well, what else you'd like to hear, your questions, comments, please email me at dreamjob at kristenmcdonald.com. And of course, subscribe to the podcast. Wake up and dream.